Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. Thank you once again for joining us for the body horror campaign. We have our entire party starting with our druid ranger. Hey everybody, it's Scott playing Argent Marrow. Our fighter warlock. Oh, hey everyone. It's Dylan playing uh yo. Our cleric. Hey everyone, this is Nick as Ichabod. And our paladin. Hey everybody, it's Jesse playing Wilt Brocard. As we last left off, the party had sort of just formally went back into the forest after uh, interacting with that village, I believe, for the majority of a day. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're traveling south towards where allegedly the closest uh, border of the outbreak is do you travel through the night I mean it's coming up on evening at this point nah we're uh, taking a nap because I spooky dreams, listen, so. listen I am not feeling too well after uh, drinking that we have done uh, my stomach is a little upset so I would prefer to uh, bed down for the night yeah I'm not a fan of what's uh, been going on lately in my head during the night, but I see no reason to travel when it's more dangerous. What is uh, happening in your head? So, I don't want you to think any less of me, but I've been having some strange dreams. Remember when I told you about your uh, your ankle, Yao, and how you should be careful where you walk? Duh. I had a terrible dream where we all had to basically help and carry you along because you tripped and broke your or sprained your ankle it seemed uh, silly at the time but I couldn't shake it there was this feeling down the back of my spine like it was going to happen oh, this is not good but you, then you maybe, didn't sprain uh, your ankle maybe if you drink uh, milk before bed it'd be fine we don't have any milk well, then that uh, sounds more like a personal problem. Hmm. Ichabod, Wilt, what do you think? Well, uh, Redclaw, uh, do these dreams happen to feel anything like um, the the strange vision you had in that village? I mean... What's the difference between a daymare and a nightmare, right? It's just the the time, I guess. I'm a little so upset. So they do that, feel the same. Well, the same as any dream could feel. I'm a little more concerned about being conscious and it being real for the, the, the other one. The nightmare was just that. It was a nightmare. Hmm. Uh, I mean, oh, where, oh, strange sorry, going go on. Uh, Not unusual to have trouble sleeping. It just, it felt weird, Ichabod. You're telling me none of you have any strange dreams since you've been here? Well, a a little bit, but I just assumed it was being in such a a different place from home. Preparing to go on dangerous journey. You know, the old nerves acting up is nothing to be too concerned about, though. I guess you're right. 
So, mm. who's going to take first watch as we set up camp? Well, in the light of your uh, sleeping issues, I think you should get a full night's rest. Uh, I'll take first watch. I'm not going to argue. Are you two okay with taking the other watches? I will take second watch. Take the last one. So give me a little bit of a layout for how you guys do your camp. So, cause so like not just for me, but for the listeners at home, so we can sort of picture what an average camp looks like. I mean, do you guys have tents? Do you guys have like a stone ring fire? Do you just kind of have like a small little, you know, light of a campfire? Do you do it for warmth? Like what do you, what do you do? So what time of year is it? Is it, is it, I mean, let's say the weather's rather fair, you know. Okay. Let's say like mid mid to late spring. So, Agrant Marrow, at least wherever he is setting up camp, I should use my name, Redclaw. Uh, wherever Redclaw sets up in the camp, he just uses Druidcraft to plant a couple of flowers in a perimeter and scoop a lot of the brush up, take a blanket out of his traveling sack to make a makeshift bed. And then he attempts to get Volk to sleep next to him for warmth, but generally that's a failed effort. So you make like a six inch or, or, or so shallow grave and lay in it. I don't. I don't dig it out. I prop it up. Like so, I gather leaves and kind of make gotcha, fluff, gotcha, gotcha. if you will, and then put my blanket over it, and then to kind of give it a boundary, I put flowers with druid craft all around it. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely have a tent. I wouldn't really have furs. Maybe a like a. There's not really a cot, but I'm kind of a fluffier guy, so just you know, tent and some other furs on the ground and stuff. Sure, probably like that. Uh, and then I'd say we usually have a stone ring fire because yeah. we're on the woods. Yeah, that's well, reasonable. Wilts would have built up, uh, he would have busied himself building a small campfire. Um, just something to keep warm, keep, you know, wandering predators away. And, uh, he'd, he'd throw a big, like, city of Yalzar blanket over his shoulders, um, as he's keeping watch. We'd probably try to seek out some sort of, like, barrier itself Mm -hmm. and then like do a semicircle of a, like a crescent moon with our tents and stuff around it. Probably red claw in the middle just to be sure he doesn't, you know. Okay. So yeah. you guys do like just outside of tent. red claw, you guys all have tents. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm used to sleeping in the wild sure. without a tent ranger druid. Um, Ichabod, do you think that you're still like rocking your standard issue desert worthy? Like uh, I would assume so. I, I don't think that I would have like replaced that. Then we'll Even imagine it's probably that not best suited to where we are. Maybe not, but considering that you're a dwarf, you don't need a super tall tent to stand up in. Like you know, we as campers in the real world would think of, right? So like you know, a three foot tall at its peak dome, like little ground pimple would be you know, pretty yeah, pretty sufficient enough room. Solid like backpacking tent kind of yeah. set up. Maybe even like one of those, you know, cocoon shaped backpacking tents. However you like to picture it. Yeah. 
Uh, Alright, so you guys each, except for Red Claw, have your, like, pre-set domiciles. Uh, and, um, what's it? You guys have a substantial firing set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, medium size, nothing super huge. Right. Big enough to yeah. grab a torch out of if you had to at the moment's notice, but not big enough to, like, you know... Yeah. No Ragnarok fires here. Right. Space fire. <laughs> it's a fire you can see from space. Uh, all right, cool. So I'm trying to think. Um, who sets up first? Wilt? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, what's Volk's passive perception? That is a great question, Dungeon Master. The answer to your question is... 15. Okay. And Wilt, what's yours? Passive is wisdom plus nothing? Well, it's, uh, I think that the, 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 like, shorthand for passive perception is if you rolled a 8 on a perception check, what would it be? Oh, okay. So, uh, Wilt's is an 11 passive. Someone can totally double check me on that, but I'm pretty I'm sure doing right. I'm yeah. doing that right now. I like that description, though. That's the first one. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like 10, but I, I kind of like 8 more. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 8. Uh, 8 plus your wisdom modifier, and then if you're proficient in perception, then you add that. I think it's actually 10. Hold on. Is it base 10? Okay. Uh, I'm double checking real quick. I'm, yeah, I mean, we'll find the answer. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Volks is higher either way, but Volk yeah, it isn't, would be a thirteen if if it is. But 10. Volk's not on guard, is he? He's asleep, right? Yeah, he's asleep with me. Okay. Uh, all right. So GM compares the wisdom score, which equals ten plus the creature's wisdom modifier, as well as any other bonuses or penalties. So passive perception versus stealth is the rule I'm looking at, and it says that. Your passive wisdom, your passive reception score is equal to 10 plus your wisdom modifier, and if you have proficiency. Right. Okay, so it's just base 10. Yeah, so 13 then. Alright, well go ahead and make sure you write that on your character sheet. Yeah, that's going on there. Um, And then there's alert. Oh man, alert is such a good feat. Just a fucking big old plus 5 on your passive. Like... (laughs) cracks me up when when some players have better passive perceptions than they normally would have like if they rolled for it. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, you guys uh, you know, first part of the uh, night is completely, you know, fine. You know, nothing really goes on. Uh, you don't really see anything weird. Um, who's next to watch? That would be me. And what's your passive? Uh, it's not good. I'm pretty sure it's uh, like nine. Let me double check. It's not great. Oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Uh, it is 10 plus, it's 14. Okay. So, um, where Will probably didn't notice this very much, uh, you know, maybe just thought Ichabod was having some 
you know, either staying up late inside of his tent or whatever, uh, you do happen to notice that there's not just the occasional rustling noise uh, by his tent, but um, his tent looks a different color. In fact, it looks like it's more of a coil than it used to. Uh, and to your sort of slow to realize surprise, there is a massive snake coiling around Ichabod's tent. Uh, at that, I'm going to basically raise the alarm of the camp and I'm going to go and try to swing in on this thing. Try to, yeah. All right. Uh, give me right a away. perception check. Okay. <laughs> That's not good. Eight. All right. You have not noticed as you rush in uh, to towards this massive snake that uh, it has coiled the tent and prepared to receive a threat. Uh, and so it lunges at you from the shadows uh, with a sort of, you can see this thing a little bit better. It's a, it, imagine the snake that Jafar's staff is. Yeah. But almost completely nice. black. Cool. That's cool All about it. So it has kind of a a, a cobra esque hood to it. Yep. Um, but it's but it's almost. It lo- other than that, it looks almost exactly like a black rat rat snake, for example. Okay. Um, but it's probably like. What would you say? What's what's? The, I always fuck this up. What's the size? The the next size category above large. Huge. Giant. Uh, Giant. I think it's huge. Okay. Huge, giant, and then gargantuan. Well, it is it gar- correct. Is it huge, gargantuan, then colossal? It's large, huge, gargantuan, and giant, colossal. Giant, colossal? Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's no giant. Large, huge, gargantuan, colossal. Really? Yep. That, that blows my mind, seeing that there are actual giants. Yes, I think but- that's done on purpose. Yeah. How fucked up that would it be sense. if there was a giant size... And then you'd be like, that hill giant is giant size. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a redundant. Hill giant is large. Yeah. Boo. Giant. yeah. Right. Fire giants are huge. Boo. I hate it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this thing is, is huge. Uh, and it attacks you from the shadows. Oh, cool. I assume you oh, can boy. be surprised, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that critical is going to, going to really bail out that other, roll of a four. Say that one more time. You cut out. Uh, you got critical. I, I rolled with advantage because he caught you by surprise. So I rolled a oh, 20 yeah. and a four. <laughs> hell yeah. So uh, that's 36 damage. Make a con save. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Wait, are we still drunk? Uh, that is a 23. All right. You take 15 additional points of poison damage. So how much is it all together? Uh, 51. Fuck me. I am below half. Yeah, I would know. All right, cool. All right, so... uh, We in it, boys. Yeah. (laughs) Um... 
Yeah, I'd hope so. Oh, that's good. Hell yeah. Maybe I can get a hit on this thing before I die. You'll be fine, probably. Jesus. He says. Do you like us to drop it in chat, Kenny, or do you want us to wait? Um, no, yo, what you got? Uh, 19. What's your deck score? Zero. No, score. Oh, 10. Rip. Hmm. Uh, yep, I'm gone. <laughs> Wilt? <laughs> uh, 18. And uh, Ichabod? 13. And uh, Red Claw? Uh, you won't believe this, but for Volk and myself, it is 14 and 14. Hmm. We have same dex modifier. We roll same on dice. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> so, uh... Everyone gets woken up. Ichabod, you are inside of your tent, but it feels a lot more tight to your body than it normally does. Uh-huh. Uh, and you realize that you are gently being constricted. You are not suffering any damage from it, but you are uh, considered restricted. Or, uh, what's the word? Restrained. Sounds interesting. Okay. And it, it is, it's first. Um, of course. Uh, so during oh sorry uh, why don't you go ahead and get your opening attack since you as you woke everyone up and went into combat you you charged in but you got uh, attack of opportunity so I get an attack or I don't you get to attack it oh wow okay here we go let me try to help out my bros before your boy goes down Sure. I also crit you. Like, come on, what's the odds of that? Uh, pretty good, apparently. Well, two and two and twenty. So, never tell me the odds. Fourteen plus eight to hit. Cool. I'm asking. That was to hit, right? Oh yeah, to hit. Yeah, twenty-two. That'll hit it. Yeah. Cool. Six. ones and twos. Still a one. That was worse than my two. Um, 11, 12. So 12 on the first one? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, 12 damage on the first one. All right. It's not great. Uh, I get another attack. Um, Don't I get extra? Every time I take the attack action, I get an well, extra attack? So you do, but the question becomes, this was like, it was like an opening round, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, 20. Total? To hit. Yeah. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, 12 more. Nice. Yeah, I guess. They call him Consistent Man. Yeah. Um, I guess I can't action surge. No, yeah, this was just a single action. Cool, cool, cool. Because that's not oh, that's not that's not even your turn for the round. Okay, cool. That was just you know. Yep. All right, so uh, you guys, everyone, you know, is woken up with a with a with a sudden, you know, we're under attack or however you put it. 
Um, oh, I would, it would just be like a big, like, uh, like a big yak man, like roar. Okay. So, All right. uh, yak cloak battle cry. And you hear a very deep bellowy hiss, almost like uh-huh. closer to that of like an alligator's noise. If you know what I mean? You know, yeah. Like, those those like, are cool. They're like, like Suck. throttling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Alligators are dope. I just imagine that's the kind of sound that a large snake skull would make, you know? Oh, hell yeah. It it would be weird for, like, a big snake to be like, yes! (laughs) You know? (laughs) It's the me. All right. So, it's going to um... So you get now that sort of the initial dust cloud has settled, you get a better scope for this thing's size, yo. Since you're the only person in okay. front of it, Wilt, you obviously hear that from inside your tent, um, and uh, uh, Red Claw. I mean, you could probably like rear up, and as your eyes sort of wake up, you could see just this gigantic you know, mass on the other side of camp that uh, your yak folk is contesting with. And as the fire flickers against its black scales, you can see just kind of how big this thing is. Um, Joy. And, Vol- you know, Volko, it probably wakes up with a bow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yo, you see this thing. It is like three solid coils that take up the entirety of... Ichabod's tent. Like, you can barely see it still. Oh, man. Like, there's, like, the rope tethers sticking out between the coils still staked to the ground. But, like, you don't really see the tent anymore. (laughs) Uh, And the scale of this thing really comes into view when its head sort of lurches, like, wide around to one side of you. And then it's uh, other tail that ends in like a knobby, like it looks like a rattle, but it's more like bony and club-like uh, on the other. So you're, it's almost as if you're being flanked by a single being. Not actually, not, you know, not tactically, but, you know, it has a threat on either side of you. God damn. Fuck, boys. Also... Good. It, it might be worth noting we were all asleep. Who's got their armor on? As well, me. Yeah, you were taking watch. That makes sense. But Wilt is unarmored. Yeah. Yeah. Can't sleep in plate armor. Welcome no. to the game, boys. Yeah. Ripperoonie. Having flashbacks. <laughs> so, just to be clear, AC without other modifiers is just going to be ten plus your decks without armor, right? Yeah. Yep. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Uh, double check that since, since you're pretty low on the. But I, I have the PHB open. That's it. Okay. Yeah. 10 plus decks. Thank God I got a shield that I can hopefully pick up, maybe. Hey, we'll that's nice. Oh, neat. It's been a cool campaign, guys. I really enjoyed the last three episodes. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. You got this. We can do this. <laughs> so um, it's going to take a special action. Man dwarf with a minus one to dex. Yeah. Uh, special action. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's going to wind its tail up and club you in the center mass. Let's see if it hits. Uh, oh, who's, boy. Who's the clubbing? Uh, you. 
Okay. You're the only visible threat. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Oh, no. But I assume that a whopping 16 misses. Yeah, that's a miss. Oh, thank God. So it just, let's say you duck it or it goes, you know, overhead. Uh, the frustration of this will lead it to bite attack. Yep. Uh, I think that a 26 does hit, though. Yes, it does. 19, uh, sorry, 23 piercing, con save. Okay. Uh, 18 plus 8 to save. So, 26. Yeah. You take 11 poison damage, so, uh, 35 in total damage. Yep. Ooh. Cool. Wow. Yo is not looking good. Uh, but hey, it's your all. turn. Cool. So I'm going to try to get it off this this uh, tent of my boy. So I'm going to attack it, and I'm going to use... Well, let's see if I can hit first. Uh, 19. Total? Yeah. No. Cool. Extra attack. Yep. Oh, no. 24. That'll do. Cool. Uh, I'm going to push, use my uh, battle tactic uh, to push it. Okay. Can you push something that's two size categories larger than you? Uh, nope. I can't. I cannot. Um, so none of this works. Cool. Um, then I guess I'll taunt it because uh, that's the only that's the only thing I can do. Distracting strike. Yeah, because I can't. I took push and trip, uh, and I can only do those from a size large or below. So, right. so distracting strike. Um, yep. Uh, give me a second. Let me roll damage. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Yep. Um, so that's nine. Oh, I'm glad that I checked because that's not really like a taunt. It doesn't take like disadvantage if it attacks other people. Just your allies sure. get advantage if they attack it. Yep. Um, so that's uh, 18 damage altogether. Right on. Uh, then I'm going to bonus action. Not gonna matter. Uh, action surge. Okay, let her rip for two more two more attacks. Uh, seventeen plus eight. That'll hit. Um, I'm rolling like garbage. Uh, uh nine damage. And then extra attack. Seventeen plus eight again. Sweet, yeah. It's better. Uh, 14. Damage. Nice. I mean, you talk shit, but you just did 65 damage in like a turn and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Dog. yeah. Okay, that is... And you said that is what I... So like... Fucking neat. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That was that's good. My, that's my turn. All right. Wilt, you're up. 
Oh, okay. So let's see how fast the old man can wake up. Um, so everyone that's alert and outside just sees Wilt's tent shake uh-huh. wildly. And um, how much move action is it going to take for me to get up and out? Well, do I have it in me to get up and out of the tent with sword and shield and get up next to Yo? So I think it's a fair assumption that your sword and shield are probably next to each other and in your tent. Oh, yeah. And within arm's reach. Yeah. So when you are picking up items like that, like, so, okay, here's how I'm going to rule it out. You know, five feet to get out of bed. Yep. Move five feet to the door of the tent or the exit of the tent. Mm -hmm. Five feet to pick up the items, like just your weapons. And then, you know, that's it. So that's only 15 feet used to step out of your tent with your weapons. So how much move speed does that leave you? Uh, With 15 left. So I imagine, yeah, it's probably pretty possible that you could reach the, the target. Excellent. All right. Then Wilt is going to. Will putting me myself next to Yo provoke an attack of opportunity? You're provoking attack of opportunity? How? No, I'm just asking if it will. Oh, well, yeah, you move into its threat. So it, it is going to be able to take a bite attack against you. Yep. So. Hey! Uh, Alright, that's a 27. Unnecessary, but 27. Yeah, I mean, against my 11 armor class. Right. It's uh, as a hit. Double digits. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a negative one. The only thing that's saving me is my shield. Alright, so that's uh, 25 piercing damage. Oof. Yep. Um, and make a con save. Oh, thank God I'm conscious. <laughs> um, 16. All right, fine. <laughs> you only take 20 more poison damage. Okay. Jesus, wow. 45 okay. damage in total. Blah. Okay. Feeling it's the end. Great, yeah. Uh, there's a sweet little light at the end of that tunnel. Okay. Feeling bad. Let's go. All right. So, hmm. Wilt's up in striking range. He's going to throw his shield up on the shoulder of Yo. Say, don't worry. I've got your back. And he will take um, his sword and... Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna smite using a second level uh spell slot. Oh, until I hit. Until you hit yeah. or not. Yeah. That's true. Well then I'm a swang. <laughs> and you have Let's advantage. See what happens. Really? Yeah, you have advantage. Yeah. Because of distracting, distracting strike. strike. Oh, that's awesome. Tight. Yeah. Alright. I'm really expecting for your first fucking smite of the day to be a critical and you're just like oh wait I use my highest available spell slot 
You were so, you're close. It's a it's an eighteen on the die, so that's a twenty five to hit. Yeah, that'll that'll get there. Yeah. All right. So yes, I will be smiting at the second level using Wilt's sword, which he has dubbed the city's blessing. Mm-hmm. And let's see, seven slashing. So seven slashing and eleven radiant damage. All right, so eighteen. Yeah, eighteen total. And then he's gonna swing. Actually, hold on, because this is a long sort of wounding as well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, this has an effect on its turn. So um, since I hit with my long sword of wounding, it is currently has one wound on it. Which does stuff at the beginning of his turn. Okay. Uh, and now I'm going to swing again. This one does not have advantage. Okay. All right. And that's a uh, non-natural 20 to hit. Uh, good enough. All right. And I'm... Smites don't count as spells, do they? No, they do not. <laughs> so I can they smite again smite. Though, yes. on an attack of opportunity. <laughs> So Absolutely. I'm going to smite again. Yeah, give him the so, beats. So that's one one. D, it's just what forty eight. Um, forty eight. Uh, for the smite damage plus the sword plus the slashing. Well, it's it's one uh, d eight for weapon, two d up for a smite, and because it's second level, it's a third die, right? Yes. So yeah, forty eight plus mm-hmm. strength. Yep. So. Whew. All right. Um, slashing's going to be 12 rolled max damage on that. So that felt good. And then uh, 10 radiant. All right. Uh, so your first blow sort of like comes down. You know, you bring that beast's head low with the blow uh, and the holy burst of light that utters from it. And then your uppercut follow-up blow severs the beast's head in its entirety. Yeah! Um, with each hit, Wilt is just, like, giving big boisterous laughs like, Ha! Ha ha! And with every flash of light, and uh, as he severs the head, he goes, Yes! I believe the beast has been vanquished! There's, there's poison draining from my eyeballs. <laughs> Well, there is something happening as the beast dies. Oh, no. Uh, Lovely. Yeah. So, it, uh, in its death throes, uh, will tighten its muscles, and uh, Ichabod, you need to give me a strength save. Okay. If I'm within 10 feet of that, give him a plus three. Oh, never mind. Natural 20? Yeah. That might have just saved your fucking life. So, total, that's 23. I need more D10s. Jesus. Okay. And I was going to hit this thing so hard if it got around to my turn. You would have had to contest strength, I think. That grapple. I would have used a channel divinity. Yeah. You only take 30 uh, crushing damage. Okay. Oh, you made out better than the rest of us. <laughs> he he saved. He took half. Oh, good God. Can I take an action? 
<laughs> um, yeah, so this, this thing, this, after it like seizes tight uh, for a few moments, it flops limp. So there's still like a couple hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, yeah, on I, your. I have your a plan tent, for that. I, I trust that. I'm just saying, like, you know, the physicality of this beast is still here. So, yeah, go ahead if you have an action. Oh, wait a minute. My plan might fail now that this is dead. Okay. Can um, I just fall down? Well, so I was going to cast Banishment oh. to just send it away. But Banishment does read that you attempt to send one creature. So now it's kind of in your hands. Uh all-powerful DM, of whether or not when things die, are they still considered creatures? I mean, I suppose. Let me check. Just, just to double-check, it only sends them away for a minute. It's going to come right back. It does, but a minute is long enough to be not right here. Fact. And maybe hopefully drag my tent and shit away from there. He's got a point. I mean, you're right. <laughs> Us dagger here people have had to emergency relocate a few times. You can haul a whole tent quite a distance in one minute. Fact. Yeah, let's go ahead and say you could do that. And since cool. it's dead, it just kind of fails to save. Okay. I think it's uh, a cute usage of the spell. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I will go ahead and to you all it would just be a bunch of mumbling and cast banishment uh, send this away for one minute and just hurry and start throwing my stuff out of what's left of my tent uh, and try to get out of the space that it was once in alright so you all see Ichabod in a haste uh, evacuating his tent the moment he gets out of it Uh, Redclaw your last do you want to take an action or do anything? Oh, I was going to try and inspect the creature, but uh, yeah, no, I'm good. No. Well, what was all that? Huh? Hey, oh, you, you two look like shit. I'm going to lay down on the ground. I, uh, I am. Yo is not in a good position right now. Yeah, if we're are we out of uh are we out of initiative? No. Oh no, okay. <laughs> oh no. Oh fuck me. Then I'm not gonna lay down. I'm gonna Do stay up. <laughs> Jesus Christ okay, cool. Uh, I could use some help. Uh, I could use help, please. Yeah. There is lots of blood falling from my body. Ugh. There's something inside of me that burns in my blood. Yes, uh, me as well. Uh, hold still. Um, and when it comes around to Wilt's turn, he'll lay on hands to cure poison. Okay. I say I can. When it gets around to my turn again, I can do protection from poison to one of you. I don't think either of you are actually poisoned. Oh, we're not. We don't have the poison condition. It hurts no. a lot. Yeah. Okay. Right. You just you, well, that's cool. the poison damage just did a lot. That I'll, I'll lay on hands him for my full forty. So um, you take you you gain 40, 40 back, yo. Cool. Yeah. Uh, can I? I after we're done this fight, I'll tell you. 
Okay. So we're still in initiative. Roughly. Okay. okay. Let me know when it gets back around to my turn then. Uh, let's go ahead and say that it is. Okay, I'm going to just to double check Dungeon Master, is this a beast? Uh, it's on another plane of the world right now. Well, so I'm asking you, yeah, I'm asking you if this is a beast creature type, I saw what it looked like. I have advantage on wisdom saves or wisdom checks to track or spot creatures like it. Um, I mean, I'll give you the ability to do that, but you won't get your advantage. I mean, you woke up, saw this thing for like less than 10 seconds before its head got severed and then it out of existence. Fair. Fair. Okay. So I'm just going to tell Volk to be alert and I'm going to just do a quick, I guess, perception check. Then if I'm not going to get the advantage, I might as well roll the higher stat to see if we're alone or if there's more out there. Okay. 13. Yeah, there's no more around. Okay, cool. I don't see anything, guys. I think we're all right. Oh, well, that is a relief. Just in case, though, I'm going to tap the bow and summon the crow back and send the crow kind of... How dense is the canopy cover above us? Somewhat, but not terribly. Okay, so then what I'm going to have the... What I'm going to have Marla do is just kind of do a 20-foot, 30-foot circle around us consistently Mm -hmm. under the canopy to see if anything's coming for us. Okay. And uh, what's their perception? Ichabod, are you just still vacating your tent? Uh, Yeah, I assume so. That'll probably take me a little bit. Uh, Uh, You're good. Uh, I don't know what you would be doing. He's not feeling the best. So if if he's been told that there's nothing going on, like he can't see anything, he's gonna just literally like just sit down. Okay. Fourteen a second to breathe. Fourteen on the perception for Marla. Okay. <clears throat> so, what's Marla's hit points? Dead. What's uh, the Marla's AC? That's a good question, too. I just backed out. Marla has one hit point and an armor class of 12. Okay, so Marla's perception uh, sees a large shadowy dark vision? No. A large shadowy figure jump from one of the branches. Uh, The party hears a very ape-like screech from the treetops as Marla gets... Uh, killed. Oh, no. Marla, no! Things are very bad in this forest. (laughs) Very bad. I do not like it here. Alright, yo. Up on your feet. Form a line. We'll take this thing out. Uh, The screeches are coming closer. Alright, um... I'm gonna get back up. I vacated my tent. Yeah. Uh, do I have time for an action before anything happens? What's that? Do I have time for an action uh, yeah. before? Okay. Um, I'm just going to stretch out with my divine sense um, and uh, detect good and evil 
um, which will let me know if there's a celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me. Yeah, there are um, oh, there about a dozen undead descending upon you. Wait, what? Oh, Jesus okay. Christ. Within 60 feet of us. Less than I will about cast. 30. Okay. Where are they surrounding us or are they right in front of us? They're literally descending upon you. Oh, from the top. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, everyone. They're coming down from above. There's, you said a dozen? Or so. There's, there's at least 12, maybe more undead things. They're coming for us. Be ready. I have time um, to cast Cure Wounds on Wilt. Yes. All right. Okay. And uh, as a bonus action to that action that I'm taking, um, I'm going to use one of my channel divinities okay. uh, to turn the tide. Uh, anybody within 30 feet that can hear me Which uh, regains hit points 1d6 plus my charisma if they have less than half. Actually, you know what? Screw that. Don't do that. That'll only help me. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, you heal 22 hit points. That helps a bunch. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. That's pretty good. Third level cure wounds. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, that's my way on hands is kaput. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, a moment later, you all are prepared for this attack. Uh, and get- about closer to 20 small size shadowy monkeys fall into the camp from the canopies above. However, as every one of them comes within close enough view to be seen by the light of the campfire, the light itself burns their flesh and fur and shadowy, wispy, wispy nature away. And what instead happens is about 15 to 20 uh, collections of like monkey skeletons harmlessly flop onto the ground in, like, miscellaneous piles. What the hell? Oh, that was easy. Oh. Uh, Just to be sure, and I'll stab my uh, executioner sword into the ground and turn undead. Yeah, nothing. Alright. At seeing that, uh, Seeing that the light is pushing these things away, I mean they're they're um, destroyed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going. Or uh, Yo is going to start like trying to break off branches and taking like pieces of cloth and lighting the bitches up. Like I am tiki torching this entire like the surrounding area. All right. So you do that. You you sort of reach out towards the edge of camp for the first time and break off a branch, and you see that there's someone outside of the camp. Maybe Ugh. 15 feet outside of camp. Imagine, uh, I'm going to... Oh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Imagine go ahead. Um, it's like a sort of tree, like Christmas tree shape. You know, it's sort of like a uh, triangle, sort of frilly at different layers, shadow-like appearance, except there are... Uh, like three eyes or three large glowing green balls in like kind of, you know, like how Orion's belt looks like it's just a, it's a gentle semicircle, like very gentle semicircle. Mm-hmm. It's like that. 
And as you sort of lock eyes with those lights, you you hear it screech. Uh, it sounds more animalistic than anything. Um, and then this sort of shadowy figure flows like the wind. Like you see its form congeal into like a moving shadow and it whisks away between the trees weaving in a direction. Men, gentlemen, we are being targeted by something. There was something outside of the camp. And as you guys leave uh, initiative, the gigantic snake back into existence. Shouldn't we go after it? Grab some torches. Get it now before it targets us again. Uh, I, I do not believe we will be able to catch it. It is flying. Something that uh, I, think I cannot do. Uh, no, nor me. Well, I guess that settles that. Dumb motherfuckers but, wanted to fight, so. By, by the way, <laughs> that was, ju- that just was super a, fucking cool, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But just a heads up, I went from 90 to 5. Oh, man. Boom. Hey, you got some hits in. Yeah, yeah, don't don't get me wrong, I got some hits in, but <laughs> fuck me, man. It got close. I was like, you're like poison damage. I was like, oh, I'm dead. Or yeah, I was man. down. It's like, you're just like, uh, I was at 16. You were just like, you take 11. And I'm like, well, fuck me. Uh, that was awesome. Dungeon yeah. Master? Yeah. Now may I inspect Lost Snakey? Yes, you may. Cool. Can, uh, can I use Thaumaturgy to brighten and just kind of bolster our campfire for a moment to get yes. a better look around. Yeah, absolutely. You guys can see pretty well around the area. Uh, as the light intensifies, the sort of cracked and blackened skeletons that litter the camp of the monkey-like creatures, like, evaporate into ash. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm not looking at those, am I? No, I don't believe nope. you are. So I get up, like, I was going to go look at a monkey, and then it disappears into ash, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not. Go to the snake. Yep, go ahead and do your thing. All right, so is it a beast or not? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to try an intelligence check on it to recall information about whatever I see. Sure. God bless advantage. That'd be a 17 instead of a 5. 17 in total? Yes, total. Okay, so this is uh, what the layman would refer to as a dire snake. Uh, But to you, I'm much more educated about this sort of thing. You know this as a uh, titanoboa. Gee. Oh. Good. So is that that what I get from it? No, no, I was going to go in more depth. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, they're not entirely unheard of in this forest. I mean, certainly there's a couple uh, in the more boggy parts. For it to be so far from any large water source, as far as you know, seems weird. But these massive snakes are often employed, uh, especially by the Wan-Ti in the rainforest, as war beasts. So, presumably by your yak folks' uh, findings, this was probably the favored soldier for whatever was targeting you guys. 
So, gentlemen, I've got some bad news about our friend here. This is a Titanoboa, and while it's not impossible for them to be in the forest, they shouldn't, this one shouldn't be here. I don't know of any water sources close by, and even if I did, it wouldn't go away from it just to attack us. Uh, unprompted, at least. Um, unprompted, right. So, I'm guessing that it's part of a, a UNT waterband, or I don't know what the term would be, but this creature wouldn't have acted on its own. It's taken orders from someone, or it did, until it was dead. Well, looking at the uh, condition of these monkeys, uh, and he turns some of the ash from the skulls over with the tip of his sword. Uh, I don't know if that Titanoboa is living or was living before I cut its head off. Well, uh, if you all do, do not mind, uh, I have done my watch <laughs> and uh, I believe uh, I don't want to some we need more than one watch is is the head still around yes cool i'm going to put the head next to the body like where it got cut off okay and make a deck I save wanna... oh fuck okay head, yep 16 all right it uh latches onto your arm or well, I suppose Ugh. it bites into your whole arm hmm. cool hmm. is that just reflexes or is it regenerating it's a reflex it's not like it started to refuse to the head or anything or to the stump oh. okay uh, I mean it is D&D <laughs> yeah. good Oh, well, uh, we should get that off of you. Uh, that looks painful. He's taking about uh, 21 piercing damage. Oh, God. Con save. I like uh, 29. Oh, hey, that'll save. That's 15 more poison damage. Hey, guys, you want to hear something super hilarious? Mm-hmm. What? I'm almost back down to five. Um, <laughs> we, I, we I gave so you 40 fun. hit points. <laughs> yeah, and I went to 45. <laughs> yeah, you did, you did just lose all of them. <laughs> uh, I, I'm bit a uh, son of a bitch. This is terrible. I hate this place. If I knew that I was going to be getting bit by giant snake and poisoned for what? 600 gold? I would have never left the tundra. And I'm going to take the snake head, throw it over by the body, and then I want to cast Animate Corpse. Okay. Uh, oh, yo, yo, wait. Wait, don't do that. Yes, I, I believe there is knowledge to be gained by looking at this snake. We can learn more about our enemy. I'm also concerned that something might take control of it against your will. We yes, don't... me. I'm taking control of it. What happens if something takes control of it away from you? Well, it's, it's pretty flimsy. It's and we put it down. We already put it down. Let's not bring it back. Oh, Listen, it, I would sleep better again. if it was guarding my body that it is almost ripped apart. At least let me remove the venom sacks. 
And could it, one of you familiar with the dead at least tell me if this thing was also an undead when it attacked us? The monkeys were. I believe it was very much alive. Yeah. Could I make a medicine check? Um, I have a, I have a question about the spell you cast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You said animate corpse or animate dead. Sorry. Okay. I don't think you can animate this. Oh, boo. Then I, I, would I know that? Well, I mean, obviously you wouldn't lose the spell slot if you couldn't do it, but uh, it says choose a, choose a pile of bones or a corpse of a medium sized or, or small humanoid within range. (laughs) Fuck. Alright, cool. Cool. I lost all those. Yep, I lost all those hit points. Uh, That's fine. Uh, I'm going to go to bed. Oh. Yo, before you go to bed. No, no, no. Today is bed day. Sorry. sorry. Jay hasn't even started yet. Go ahead, get some sleep. Go back to your tent that you still have. (laughs) If you would like. If you would like to, you can stay in my tent. It is big enough for the two of us. I might take you up on that tomorrow. Well, I think out of all of us, the two of you should at the very least get the most rest. So lay down, sleep this off. I'll be up for watch. Then he strikes a heroic pose in his underwear. Very like Arthur from Ghosts and Ghouls. (laughs) Yes. All right, sorry. There's who's, who's uh, checks here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so I'm not going to bed just yet, Dungeon Master. Mm-hmm. I would actually like to take the next well, offer to take the next watch, and I want to do something special. All right, is there anyone else not going to bed at this point? Uh, I was originally planning to take my watch, but with what we've seen, may as well stay up with Red Claw as well. All right, so. Only Yo is going to bed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Red Call, what did you want to do that was special? Well, so what I was going to do, and now it's going to seem a little silly, but the first thing I want to do is um, activate my bow again, and anyone who's up will see another you know, red-winged raven with white eyes pop on my shoulder. Ah! Do you have the mm-hmm. material components for that spell? It's fine, familiar. I need 10 gold, right? Yeah. Or 10 gold worth of incense. So. 10 gold of whatever, as far as I'm considered. Yeah. So I assumed that I could keep the leftover money from the 2000 from the conclave. They never took it away, right? So I gave 650 to everybody else. So I got 50 gold to myself. Right. So I'm spending 10 of it to summon Marla back. Sure. And I'll be like, ah, wonderful. I'll call you. Marla, that seems good enough. And Marla, do me a favor. Swing around, look around, make sure we're not going to be attacked while I work on this bad boy. And I'll rub my hands together really greedily and approach the snake's head. Anyone do anything else while he's doing that ritual? Walt has quickly started to uh, put his armor on. Okay. And, um... Yeah, I think I'm good on that. I he's gonna spend like enough of like another set of time for like another watch, and then at the end of that, he'll probably go to bed. Okay, Bye. so um, go ahead and roll your hit dice recovery during the short rest, Ichabod, and then go ahead and tell me what your skill checks are for this 
Titanoboa corpse. Did you say Ichabod or Red Claw? Well, both of you. Okay. Ichabod said he was going to roll hit dice to gain hit points back for a short rest, and you yeah. said you were going to do something with his corpse, so I said both of those things. Sorry, I missed the part where you said Red Claw roll for the corpse. I, I didn't say your name, that's why. Ah, cool. Do you want me to tell you what I want to do with the corpse, or just roll? Mm, nah. Okay, cool. Go, go, go for it. <laughs> Fuck with you. So that is a... So I'm going to assume it's survival to try and remove the venom sacks from the head of the snake. That or sleight of hand, right? No, 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 actually. Uh, let's go with a a two-step skill check here. Okay. Give me either a nature or a survival to locate the sacks. Okay, so um, I'm just going to take what I rolled because I wasn't sure what I was rolling. It'll be a 25 for survival. Gotcha. Yeah, no, you, you, you're able to figure out pretty precisely where these are and how and okay. how you would go about removing them. So yeah, why don't you go ahead and just give me um, either a medicine or a uh, survival to remove them. Okay, I just want to double check that enhance ability is for checks, not saves. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so I'm going to cast, you said I had a choice between medicine and... Survival. What was the other one? Survival. So I'm going to use a spell slot to cast enhance ability, giving myself advantage on wisdom checks. I think that's owls something or other. Yeah, owls and I'll be insight rolling. or something like that. Yep, and I'll be rolling survival with advantage to try and remove the venom side. Okay. Soft 20 on the dice. Okay, yeah, now you're able to remove them. Ooh, beans. How many sacks of venom do I have? Two. Two. And if you're talking about applying the poison, uh, it's DC 15 um, on a on a fail, uh, 8d6 poison damage. Okay. On a pass, half that. Or, you know, save half the damage. And it's con-based, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. That's what I was helping oh, okay. you guys with. <laughs> how, how many doses would... Would I be able to tell how many doses I can make from the sacks? Um... Like one per, or... Let's say, like... Two per. And okay, with, so four doses. Yeah, so with each dose, you can either treat like a, a, a hand, uh, like a hand weapon for one strike, or um, you know, a bundle of three air of three ammunition. Three ammo. Got it. Thank you. Uh, so I'd like to spend the rest of the. The watch before I have to go to sleep, doing my best to bottle and preserve the venom so that it doesn't go bad. Gotcha. All right. So the rest of the night goes off without a hitch. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, good. <laughs> Nothing. I'd hope. There was only one small problem through the whole night. The rest of the night was peaceful. Yeah. Just a little blood. Yeah, just, just a little boot. Got a little boop on the snoot. 
Yep, just a little bit. That's all I got. A spooky snack. From a spooky snack. Alright, so did everyone get a full night's rest? Yeah, I only need four hours. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Alright, so... I think so, depending uh, on what time the snake actually attacked. It was near the end of Yo's watch. Yeah, let's let's not be prudish about it. Um, So obviously... Hit points restored, hit dice restored. Uh, not only does the wine effect expire, but also Melody's um, movement speed bonus has expired. Duh. I miss her. <laughs> All right. I hope she's not. I hope we don't find her in this forest. Wisdom saving throws. Yay. Yay. Hooray. Oh, come on, man. Guess I got the venom sacks. Um, even with a plus eight, that's a fifteen. That's bad. Hey, come on. That is uh, just twenty. Yeah, go I. Uh, fourteen. And wilt. Seventeen. Okay. Everyone passed. Christmas oh, saves. Yay. Oh, wait, what saves? More. Christmas saves. Yeah, oh. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, yeah, there's more. I forgot. Oh, oh that's, oh, that's way better. Wow. Wilt? Uh, that is a 23. Yeah, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why? Uh, 20. Soft 20. Ichabod. 18. And Red Claw. Five. Okay. So just remember that that's one fail for you. Yep. And con saves. Woo! Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, so, hold on. 14 again. Ichabod. Eight. Red Claw. 13. And Wilt. Nat 20. Alright, that's one fail for Ichabod. Yeah. Alright, so uh, Ichabod and Red Claw, you guys, maybe it's the stress from that ambush, maybe it's the, you know, thing that was, you know, creeping on your camp, maybe you just did, couldn't get back to sleep super well. You have restless sleep. Nothing actually adverse Mechanically speaking, but, uh, you know, maybe you need a little bit more tea to get your day started, or maybe, you know, you need to stretch and exercise a little to get your blood pumping properly when you wake up. Hmm. But, you know, mid to late morning comes and you all, you know, are set for the next day. Oh, I'm telling you, gentlemen, this... This forest makes it awful hard to sleep. Did anyone get a good night's sleep last night? Uh, I had enough blood drained from my body that uh, I just passed out. So, yes. Uh, uh, on that note, yo, I saw you wielding the sword. It's a sword, right? No, it's a big uh, hammer. Uh, I saw you wielding that hammer like a mad man. I guess that's not the right term. Anyways, I made this for you, and I'll hold out a small round bottom flask with what seems to be a pretty clear but viscous liquid inside. 
and I try to hand it to you. What is it? So, you might not like it as a gift, but it's from the snake. It's a venom. It's venom from the snake. You can apply it to your weapon, and you know how it made you feel. You can get one good... You can get one good hit on it and do that to somebody else. It'll only work once, though, so be careful when you swing. DM, does it work with bludgeoning weapons? Uh, sure. Okay, cool. I just want to be like, I do not think I can get blood poison inside blood with hammer, but I will try. If you smash it in the eye or break its jaw, stuff the hammer down its throat, I'm sure it'll work just fine. Uh, uh, I will take this. Thank you. And then, uh, Wilt. Oh, yes. Uh, as far as how we slept, after all that exercise in the middle of the night, I slept great. So, w- while you're explaining that, I'm just holding up a similar glass vial, like Shigmed. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. And I, uh, I assume this is the same poison? Yeah, it is. Go ahead, use it. Oh. You seem to be quite capable, but this may finish the fight a bit faster next time. Well, uh, the city's blessing did all the work. I'm just the vessel. Thank you for this, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, uh, Ichabod, there wasn't enough for more doses, so... That's that's okay. That's all right. So, just to be clear, you too, you can apply that to your weapons twice. So only use a half dose each time, all right? Uh, sure. Got it. Well, shall we be off, gentlemen? We've got a busy day ahead of us. Yes, busy day. Let us... Uh, and, like, Yo will, like, push his neck out, like, you know, twist his neck, and just a giant pop comes out. Uh, yes, I slept on my neck wrong. Uh, yes, let us continue. Ichabod, you were able to salvage your tent. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. The burning question. Kenny, uh, one more time with that poison. I wasn't writing it down because I wasn't expecting to get sure. it. Sure. Um, DC 15 constitution. On fail, 8d6 poison damage. Ooh. Half as much on a successful save. Nice. Thank you. Quick, Kenny, quick question. Yeah. Uh, if I put, if I princess bride this thing, can <laughs> I get poison resistance? What do you mean? Like, just sip it? I can't. Yeah. No. That's how poisons work. It's not. Please do not encourage homeopathy on this podcast. I will leave. Homeopathy is a fluke science. It does not work. Uh, according to Princess Bride, it does. Yes, and that is a movie based off of a book. How do you? Think yeah, and you know what? Poison resistance. And you know where information comes from? Books. Do you also know Kenny. what's in that book? Shrieking eels. Yeah, those I aren't real. That, that, that you know of. Book. Do you know what's also but, not real? But, but it's sharks in the book. <laughs> it's not eels. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell me, Kenny. Anyone as good-hearted as Andre the Giant? Respect. Facts. facts. Yeah, facts. Okay, you're right. You're right. And at that, at that, I believe you that I cannot drink poison. <laughs> poison resistance. I'm kind of bummed. I really wanted to watch you try. 
Anybody like a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> I give you a vial of poison and you're just like, nope, I've had enough drink. <laughs> That's is- how I'm going to interpret that. Yeah. This is how I go out, boys. All right. Uh, yeah. Let this uh, continue. Okay. So, onward, huh? I, I've been yeah. paid. And yeah. my boss says I have to. And I don't mean White Claw. Red Claw. His hair's white. It is a joke. <laughs> I don't get it. Your hair's white. But my name's Red Claw. Hair is not associated with claws at any point ever. Uh, I, that was an out of like person joke, but yeah. And I'm bringing it back into character. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Fourth wall broken. The joke's so bad. Yikes. Anyways, let's go walking. So you guys usher in the next day of southbound marching. Yeah. As we hit the trail, uh, Wiltz will look at uh, Redclaw. Did you have any foul dreams again last night? No, I think the reality of the situation was bad enough. My brain was just like, you know what? This one's on me. Blessings come in many forms, I suppose. That is a horrible way to look at that. That's not a silver lining at all. Getting attacked by a giant snake to to get rid of bad dreams seems like a poor trade. Wilt rubs the wound and says, I, I, I vaguely remember you not getting touched by the gigantic snake. Yeah, you're right. I didn't get attacked, but that doesn't mean I didn't feel for you. The snake touched me. Me as well. Touched yeah. my heart. Yeah. So, let's just agree not to talk about the snake. I think that's the best way to put it behind us. I, I think we can all agree on that. Yes. I'm, I'm a bit more curious about the flying unknown object. Yes, it had, uh, it was not unknown object. It was, seemed like person, uh, had three eyes that glowed. Screeched like animal. Yo, how many people do you know that have three eyes and screech like, you know what? Nope, that's a bad question. I don't want to know. Okay. Who has the highest passive perception? I'm going to take a shot with 18. Yeah, that'll do it. Probably, yeah, my, mine's at 14. Gotcha. Yep. 14. So you, you notice first, uh, as the day goes by and the conversations drone on in one direction or another, you realize, wait, off the road, is that is that a will-o'-wisp? You see several small globules of light bouncing around. Uh, oh, no. Is that odd to see those, question mark? Not necessarily, but perhaps somewhat so during the day. Uh, gentlemen, I think those are will-o'-wisps over there. We should go check them out. But, uh, be careful, because they're not supposed to be out there in the day. Uh, then why are they? Maybe I don't we should, know. Uh, stay here and not leave the road. Yes, as far as I understand, we should avoid will-o'-wisps even at any time they're around. They're not exactly benevolent. 
I'm not saying they're benevolent, but I'm saying we're supposed to be looking for things that are odd in the forest. And I'm telling you, they're not supposed to be out there in the day. They cause trouble at night. All right. Well, very well. And he'll grab his grab his shield off of his uh, back and start moving ahead of everyone. So why don't we take it easy and let Marla go check it out first? Oh, that's a much better idea. Yes. Okay, good. Let um, the butter jacket out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's not a meat shield, just to be clear. It's just safer for her to fly around and check. She's got fast fly speed. She's the fastest bird ever. I, I did not say meat shield. I said bird. I know. I'm saying it for my account. Anyways. She flies faster than any of us. That's- yes. Myra, listen here. Be quick about it. Go and see what those wisps are about. But don't put yourself in any danger. Be cautious, all right? Aka. Ah, that's my girl. <laughs> She's a bit sassy. Don't let her tease you with that voice, boys. All right. Off you go, my little chickpea. Right. I don't know why that tickled me so much. Because <laughs> it's just like Volk. Bow. All of my animals are monotone, one-word animals. Like, I'm giving them all this depth, followed by... Ka. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I'm on purpose not going to add any sounds. These are the these are the animal sounds. Oh yeah, these are the this animal sounds. That's high quality that's stuff, a, right there. Yeah, man, that's, that's how animal. That's how animals sound in my head. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh, as Marla uh, approaches the Willowisps, they seem to notice her approach. Don't take any aggressive action, but they do sort of float over to the nearest tree that would put them between Marla and that tree. And then they arrange themselves in that same three dot semicircle. Oh, all right, boys. Uh, I'm going quick. Uh, Why though? So those will just made the same circle as that thing that attacked us last night. And I'm not waiting for them to get away from us. Uh, but if they attack, the thing that attacked us last night is dangerous. We are trying to go to get, collect pieces of of, of rot or whatever this is. This man is, we have nothing to do with him. You mean these will-o'-wisps? So, I want to remind you, while our main objective may be to collect rot, our secondary objective is also to, to check out things that aren't right with the forest gather information about everything we can. Is that right? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, that's that's true. That's, that's what we were told. So, we know where the rot is, but this could be an opportunity for us to learn more. I'm not saying it's a great idea, I'm just saying we shouldn't waste every opportunity we get. We might not get another chance. Well, uh, I agree with you. It's a terrible idea, but I also agree that we should investigate, especially if they're in the same configuration as that thing we saw last night. Very good. Just lead the way. And thing we saw, thing I saw, very scary. All right. Explained it to you. Agreed. We're a team. You you two go ahead. Hold on. Let me let me have a, a little pep talk with Yao here. Very well. Split the party. Split the party. <laughs> Just giving you all a few steps. And uh okay. Yao. Look, 
last night sucked. There's no denying that. All right. Yes. You'll allow me to cast something, help you settle down a little bit. You seem wound awful tight, awful tight from last night. Yes, this thing almost killed me. Not a good time. No. But, but you could have met the one that gifted you what you can do. I've met him. A good guy. Don't get me wrong, but uh, not on day-to-day basis is what I want to see him at, if you know what I mean. It's understandable. Uh, but would would you like some help taking a bit of the... The edge off of last night. Uh, Give me whatever you have, friend. All right, all right. And I'll go ahead and cast Calm Emotions on Yao. Okay. Uh, You can choose to fail the save if you are willing to. Yeah, I'll I'll fail it. Yeah. Uh, What does it do? Causing target to be charmed or frightened. Do, 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 do. can make the target indifferent about creatures of your choice that is hostile towards you. Uh, Alright, so technically by actual rules written, this wouldn't necessarily help, but I, I kind of feel like it would help him some. It helps me. My emotions, are, my emotions are calmed. <laughs> yeah, we can just sort of... Uh, RP, you can, if you're going to burn the spell slot, we can yeah. pretty much soft RP it to any effect you'd like yeah. it to be within reason. Yeah, I think my emotions are super calm now. I feel a whole lot better about the situation. Hey. Uh, so, this, let's get back yes. to work. You made a lot of money. I've made a lot of money. We should at least follow through on uh, our end of the bargain. Yes, you're right. Let us uh, let us continue, friend. All right. So, you all take uh, several steps off the path, and uh, as you all do so. <clears throat> It's not even five to ten steps. And you two don't even catch up to the first two. By the time one or more of you have noticed that every tree behind you and in front of you and on the sides of you has the same three green lights in the same arrangement. Aha, I'm ready for this dungeon master. Noticing that, uh, Wilts will just touch his chest and cast protection from evil and good on himself. And I forget what that does. Um, until this, at 10 minutes, um, I uh, protected from aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Um, creatures of those types have disadvantages on attack rolls attacking me. Um, I also cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Okay. So everyone make... Charisma saves with disadvantage. Ugh. Boo. Um, are the other two more than, what is it, 10 feet behind me? I would say all of you are within the, that, that aura. All right, Ooh, so that brings plus, that up to it. Yeah, yeah plus, plus three, three for you guys. guys. All right. Uh, Wilt. That is... You said charisma, right? Yeah, charisma disadvantage. This is it. Uh, 16? Yeah, 16. Red Claw? 13. Ichabod? 13. Yagoi? 8. All right. 
So you guys are unnerved, but there's no real aggressive movement made against you. Um, but do you guys, I assume, proceed then? Ah, one second, Dungeon Master. I prepared for this. I would like to cast Speak with Plants. Okay. And I'm going to go to one of the trees that has the will-o'-wisps on it. Uh-huh. Touch it. Be like, my name is Redclaw. Talk to me. What's going on here? You're being watched and led. Mm, that's a bit cryptic. Who's watching us? Who's leading us? Unsure. Hides face. Hides face behind what? Mask? Magic? Unsure. Is on. Hmm. Is it the same person watching us as leading us? Yes. How long have these wisps been here? Not wisps. Mm. Not of the wood. Uh-oh. Quickly turning if I have any time left and be like, Boys, these aren't wisps. We're in trouble. Oh, what? We are in trouble? No way. (laughs) (laughs) We should go now. Where do you go? Back to the road. You've lost it. Of course we... Ah, ah, oh, 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 oh. Fuck! Oh, I knew it! Dungeon Master, quick question. Yeah. Have we been lost by magical means or non-magical means? Non-magical. Aha, we cannot be lost. My natural explorer ability says that I cannot become lost unless by magical means. Okay. So you know the way. Yeah. But you also notice in that assessment that you all have been walking for hours. What? Fucking pluck my pedals. How do you lose track of the time, boys? I told you I did not want to go off of the trail. So, to be clear, we did learn something, and then I'll recant that the trees know that we're being watched and led by this same entity, and it hides its face. With something, not sure what. What? You're telling me that the thing last night that hid its face from us is still hiding its face? Cret and Krayum! What are you... More so that it's leading us. The trees confirmed that we're being watched by it, and it's leading us. So, that's important, right? And I'll kind of put my shoulders up and I'll like, hey, come on, I tried. (laughs) I got something. It's crumbs, but hey. Leading us to what end, though? If you know the way back, we must go back. So, I do know the way back, and we're going to go back to the trail. As to your first question, I'm not sure trees are not so good at conversating, and it's been some time since I've had to do it. So, maybe next time I'll be a bit better. Hmm. Well, I'm not blaming you at all. I was all for investigating this as well, but we should beat a hasty retreat. I agree, because these wisps aren't of the forest. I don't know where they're from. I want you to know I am blaming you. You are the person I blame. Ah, good thing you came into money recently, then. (laughs) What good will money do me if I am dead in forest? But, yeah, 
You're so strong. How could you die in this forest? You'll be fine. I'm just, I chose yeah, you. You're be- just gonna stop talking. He's just gonna just gonna stop. He's gonna give you a look, just a little snort, and just just gonna stop talking. Okay. Uh, Red Claw can take a hint. He can read the room. So back to the trail. Then we've lost some time. I apologize for that. Yeah, let's 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 keep going back. And the ranger is going to use his only useful ability to get us back to the trail. The moment you all start to turn back towards the road, the trees begin to shake. At first, it's just as if the wind is kicking up, but then the shakes become violent, and the trees that have the lights on them, which is most of them, uh, begin to visibly shake left and right. Damn it! I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my hammer out. Okay. So I'm going to be stupid. I've still got speak with plants. It's 10 minutes. I'm going to go to one of the ones that's shaking and try and before anything happens, be like, what's wrong? Why are you shaking so much? You hear instead of the same sort of like weirdly robotic plant voice, you hear a soft elder voice, but it's warped. So you're unable to discern if it's feminine or masculine. Mm-hmm. Go to where I'm leading you, boy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, gentlemen, this tree is possessed, I'm pretty sure, and uh, it's telling us to just go where we're being led to, which is the thing that's attacked us, I'm pretty sure. So let's just run. Get back to the road. <laughs> Running is not good good plan. We could get separated. And I cannot find my way out of this thicket. So then, do we listen to the creepy tree and go where it's leading us? Not at all. A hasty retreat, but together. We will try to hasty retreat together. (laughs) I think he's... Hold hands and kumbaya our, our fucking way out of here, boys. I, I'm going to make the argument that we should take the dodge action and slowly retreat. Consistently <laughs> hmm. ready the dodge action for all the boas in the forest. Ichabod, you seem to be thinking about something. We kind of need a tiebreaker here. Do we follow the spooky tree voice or do we go back to the road? I say we try to get back to the road. And if the trees force us to not, then we'd be ready to deal with that possibility. But uh, Red Claw, what happened to, oh, we must find things that in forests that are not natural, like uh, something can c- controlling trees and things and speaking through them. So that's actually pretty natural. Many druids can do that. The problem is, it called me boy, first of all. Kind of offended by that. And two, we don't know who's on the other end. It could be anyone, foe or friend. Is that the chance you're willing to take, yo? I did not want to leave trail in first place. And I'm agreeing with you. It was a bad idea. Hmm. Ichabod wants to go to the trail too. Wilt, you're uncharacteristically quiet over there. Oh, I'm ready to bounce. 
Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, I guess that's uh... That's great. Is that is that the term from Yahoo? <laughs> I've never Fuck heard that before. Me, man. Yeah. Everybody God. else says it. God damn it. Before before we start moving, just um just because uh Wilt's gonna stretch out with his divine sense again and um Celestial Fiend are undead within sixty feet. Um does he pick up on anything? Anything ping? Celestial fiend are undead? Yeah. Yes. There are <clears throat> several, maybe what, what is it, 300 undead between you and the direction back towards the road. Is it the trees? Am I getting the sense that it's the trees? No, whatever it is, is is on the ground. Oh, shit. All right. Everyone listen closely. There are a lot of undead all around us right now. We move cautiously so, and we move together and we get the fuck out of here. So to be clear, we should totally go where we're being led, which is what I said we should do from the beginning. No, I'm saying we should leave. You're saying there's a multitude of undead blocking our way back to the road and there's no undead in the other direction. Just making sure we're clear on that. You want to go fight a bunch of undead after what we had last night? Well, no. The, Kenny said we were surrounded. That's what he's trying to convey. No, no, no. No, no. No. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay, so they're blocking our way back. Yeah. I misunderstood then. Actually, okay. to, be, to be in more defined, like, to set the record completely straight, you are surrounded on three-fourths of your sides. Okay. So you're very ah. evidently being funneled right. away from the road towards you where you're being led. Uh, okay. So, well, then, then it, yeah, he wouldn't have said it the way he said it then if that, w- that was what he was getting. No, it's okay. I misunderstood. Um, then scratch that. Retcon. All right. We are surrounded on three sides by a multitude of undead. We have no choice but to go where this entity wants us to go. I mean, we have a choice. This could be the thicket we die in. Well, I yes. thought I'd go. Not as bad I'm not too keen on expiration, so... I feel like either way we go, we're probably going to die, but it may be better. Well, neither of it's better. But at least we know one weighs 300 undead. So, uh, hmm. I'm. Yo's just going to start walking towards where it's leading them. As you turn to that direction, the trees bow out of the way. Uh-huh. Nope, don't like that one bit. That's bad magic right there. Mm-mm. I don't know. It looks like something that all the druids can do. Yo, if that was a joke, this is a very inappropriate time for it. It was not a joke. Can you not tell by the way my face is? I'm a little panicked right now. No, no, I can't. Sorry, sorry. By by the time this job is done, I think you'll be great at reading Yao's face. 
Oh, yes. that's somewhat comforting. Well, and I'm, I, I'm just going to keep walking. Yeah. Guess we're going to grandma's house. Yeah, Wilt is hurrying up to keep up with uh, Yo, just to keep a strong front line up front. Yeah. Is Wilt says, let us bounce. <laughs> it's and the people in Yao. It's, it's not that much more of a distance before you can see in the distance a single in a clearing small cottage with a smoking uh, chimney and a massive titanoboa coiled on the top of the building with three eyes in the same semicircle shape. Hmm. It seems sleepily uh, watching you as you approach, but you can tell even at a great distance what it is. Fuck. Um, I uncork the poison and I just drink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Red Claw. <laughs> Uh, I know one thing about Kenny's campaigns and cottages. Um, my character is going to stand in one place and not do anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so you'll be like, well, looks like we have arrived. Um, and I, I'm going to walk up to the house and just knock on the door politely. Well, uh, we're going we'll to let him go alone. We're going to, yeah. we're going to end as you approach the cottage. Boo. <laughs> Who's this man? Uh, is, it, is it nine o'clock already? We're yeah. close to. So we'll end it with this description. You all break into the clearing, and the trees sort of close back up and stand natural in your wake. Um, and as you all get into the clearing, uh, Wilt, can, do you look back? Yes. Yeah. Wilt will. And Look you see the culprit of what had triggered your divine sense. A veritable army of undead vermin and small woodland creatures with gaunt faces, decaying skin, and vacant glowing eyes skitter away into the underbrush. Holy shit. That's awesome. No, it's not. <laughs> From a player's perspective, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And you all... Well, Good. I think I know where the undead were, and he'll point behind them, uh, bringing attention to the, the horde uh, to the rest of the party. Yeah, I mean, to the untrained eye, it just looks like a bunch of, you know, woodland creatures... I mean, at least two of our party members know exactly what undead look like. True, true. So, yeah, I'm just saying, like, to you know, looking at the the movement as a whole, it's just like, oh, the 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 forest floor is moving. You know, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> um, so you all approach this cottage. It is simple and quaint. In fact, there is a very pleasant aroma of fermenting fruits. Uh, wafting from one of the windowsills. Upon it lies a very plump pie, steaming hot. The front of the cottage is simple in appearance, with only a few steps that lead up to a very modest porch with a 
porch swing, one of the chains has broken, so it's like half on the porch floor and half held up by a rusty remaining chain. And that's where you all approach, and that's where we'll end it tonight. Hmm. All right. I've been your host and dungeon master, Kenny. We've had our paladin. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. This is Jesse playing Wilt Brokad. Our cleric. Everyone, this has been Nick as Ichabod. Uh, thanks for listening. Our warrior fighter, or sorry, hey. our fighter warlock. Hey, guys, it's Dylan playing Yo Gwai. You guys have a good night. And our ranger druid. Hey, everybody, it's Scott playing the Red Claw with Bad Ideas. Sleep tight. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.